MSW Media. Thanks to Athletic Greens for supporting the Daily Beans. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Today, the Department of Justice issues a superseding indictment on Oath Keeper Jeremy Brown. The insurrectionist that stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop is in court today. A judge issues the official order compelling Mark Meadows to testify to the Fulton County Special Grand Jury. Trump says he'll make an announcement on November 15th at Mar-a-Lago. And the Department of Justice is in 24 states protecting voters. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Happy Election Day, Dana. Happy Election Day. Day? Jay? Everything's fine. I haven't been day drinking. I promise. It's only 4.33. You're the election DJ. Happy DJ Day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. I think all of our little stresses are a little bit up in arms right now. But hopefully by the time you hear this, some good things will have happened. Yes, I'm hoping so, too. I think they've only called like one or two races, and they're both like super like red, uh, like an Indiana senator. Yeah. South Carolina or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So everything is too early to call, um, which is actually good news. The fact that Rand Paul didn't just outright win when the polls closed is is actually kind of telling. That's very true. Yeah, very true. So we will see as these results come in. And um, by the time you hear this, a lot of that vote will have been counted. And I just want to remind everyone of the red mirage. You know, there are a lot of places in the country that Republicans pass laws that says you can't even start counting ballots until the polls close that from the mail in the early votes. And they do that so that they can start red. And then, it, you know, as it flips, they can call fraud. That's that's why they, that's why they decided. Oh, yeah, to do it was that. there was a plan. Mm-hmm, that's all part of the plan. They've already said there's fraud and Carrie Lake's already calling fraud. And it's just, you know, but they've been saying that this election will be rigged since before the election. They do that every time so that if they lose, they can say, I told you. Uh, yeah. So. Anyway, we will see how it goes. And uh, we do have some other news stories kind of flying under the radar today. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. So Donald Trump held a really fascist rally last night, and I normally wouldn't cover it. But he did not announce a run for the presidency. He did say he announced he'll be making an announcement (laughs) on November 15th from Mar-a-Lago. I'm assuming he's going to announce his candidacy for the presidency. And from the Times, several hours before polls opened on Tuesday for Election Day in Florida, former President Trump warned the state's governor, Ron DeSantis, against mounting a challenge to Trump's own anticipated presidential candidacy. If he runs, he runs, Trump said of Mr. DeSantis to a handful of reporters traveling with him on his private plane, recently refurbished and put back into use after a rally Monday night in Dayton. But Trump added in remarks published on Tuesday by The Wall Street Journal, if he did run, I'll tell you things about him that won't be very flattering. I know more about him than anybody other than perhaps his wife, who is really running his campaign. Although, you know, I will say probably a lot of that um, blackmail stuff that they, that he has on these politicians probably got confiscated by the FBI when they raided Mar-a-Lago. I would think so. Uh, or excuse me, searched Mar-a-Lago. 
the former president preparing to announce a rare candidacy for the White House after losing <laughs> was thus openly threatening to smear the person who would be considered his leading rival. Let them fight. Trump, who for decades threatens business rivals and partners and reporters and critics with lawsuits or the possibility of being humiliated, has taken slash and burn politics to new heights. But now, advisors say, Trump is quicker to anger and more frequently in a state of near rage about not being president anymore. Just reminds me of Mrs. Frazzle, right? Like, we, we can't play president anymore. I'm yeah. sorry. We, <laughs> I know that you have big feelings, but we can't play president anymore. On Monday night in Dayton, he referred to House Speaker Pelosi as an animal because she led the effort to impeach him twice as president. Very fascist behavior, Dana, to dehumanize your enemy, to make it easier to commit violence against them. Absolutely. He also said drug dealers should get a two-hour trial, then be shot, and then we would send the bullet to their family. That's absolute tyranny. Over the weekend, Trump road-tested a nickname for DeSantis, calling him Ron DeSanctimonious, which is dumb. Clearly, the best nickname for him is Ron DeClantis, but the Klan votes Republican, so it wouldn't really be an insult. <laughs> well done, my friend. Well done. Now from the Department of Justice, and this is a story about the election as we are telling it today. The Department of Justice announced today that it is going to monitor, and it did monitor, compliance with federal voting rights laws in 64 jurisdictions in 24 states on November 8th, yesterday's general election. Now, since the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, the Civil Rights Division has regularly monitored elections in the field and jurisdictions around the country to protect the rights of voters. Now, the Civil Rights Division will also take complaints from the public nationwide regarding possible violations of the federal voting rights laws through its call center. Now, the Civil Rights Division enforces the federal voting rights laws that protect the rights of all citizens to access the ballot. Now, and 16 incidents, 16 incidents of alleged voter intimidation, harassment or interference of voters and elections officials have been reported in North Carolina. That's what from election officials. That was since the start of early voting in person. That's the State of Board Elections, um, the NCSBE. They confirmed that to ABC News on Monday. Now, these reports are under review by the board's investigative unit, which will then determine whether they need to be elevated. Karen Brinson Bell, the executive director of NCSBE, who discussed the alleged incidents during a Monday news conference, said several actions could follow. The reported incidents have occurred in multiple counties, including Wake, Guilford, and Hartnett. That's according to the board. Some incidents included individuals photographing or recording one-stop workers in their vehicles and poll observers getting too close to voters. Ew. There have been similar reports of possible voter intimidation elsewhere in the cycle. In Arizona, 18 complaints of harassment and intimidation have been recorded by the state secretary of state's website. And then that was when the story was written. So who knows how many happened on Election Day itself? Yeah, but the DOJ is like, we're coming. DeSantis wouldn't let him in to nope. three of the precincts also because he's a big dick. Ron DeSanctimonious. That is just so dumb. Okay. Time for some insurrection news. First up, Department of Justice has issued a superseding indictment for Oath Keeper Jeremy Brown. If you don't remember this guy, allow me to paint a picture. Jeremy Michael Brown. He's a former U.S. Army Special Forces soldier, one-time congressional candidate in Tampa. He's also a self-identified member of the Oath Keepers. Prosecutors say he was among the rioting crowd January 6th when he was photographed in military garb, tactical vest, and carrying surgical shears and zip ties. This is the zip ties, one of the zip ties guys. When federal agents searched his Palm River area home, they said they found a short barrel rifle, a sawed-off shotgun, and more than 8,000 rounds of ammo, and two hand grenades, totes normal. 
He's been in pretrial detention since his arrest in October of 2021 because a judge determined he was a fucking menace to society. (laughs) And here's why. This is the guy. Do you remember this guy? He left a sign, a handwritten sign on his front door threatening the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, U.S. Marshals and local sheriffs saying, if you come back, bring a bigger SWAT package, among other things. Goodness. Now, if that weren't enough, in April, he was charged under the Espionage Act for stealing classified documents when he was in the army. So this dude's a real peach, okay? GOP candidate, stormed the Capitol, had illegal firearms, had illegal explosives, threatened cops, stole classified documents. And the superseding indictment today is for an additional classified document he stole under the Espionage Act. And prosecutors opened the trial of Riley Williams today. She's a diminutive 23-year-old Pennsylvania woman who stormed the Capitol and entered Pelosi's office with a plea to jurors. The prosecutor said to jurors, don't be fooled by her appearance. Apparently, she's cute as a button. Quote, she doesn't look like someone who would fight through tear gas and physically attack police standing in her way. Looks can be deceiving. Rather, Gordon said, Michael Gordon is assistant U.S. attorney, Williams was at the vanguard of rioters who forced their way into the building, filming them as they shattered a Senate wing window that led to the broader breach. She surged inside and directed other rioters toward Pelosi's office, where she encouraged those present to take a laptop, one that the speaker uses for conference calls. Later, Gordon said Williams clashed directly with cops, using larger men in body armor as a buffer to push against police lines, and then bragged to friends about the tactics she used to frustrate police's efforts to clear the building. Despite repeatedly posting on social media about the events of that day, she later deleted her social media accounts and messages and considered fleeing before turning herself into police. She used industrial-grade software to wipe her computer as well. The case is one of the most unusual to emerge among the 900 people being prosecuted so far. Williams was charged quickly because video emerged showing her on Capitol grounds carrying a very distinctive zebra print bag that helped law enforcement track her movements in the voluminous video taken of the Good riot. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, just, why don't you just put a big giant arrow above your head? Zebras <laughs> work in the wild, not at the Capitol. <laughs> now, prosecutors have charged her with eight counts, including participating in civil disorder and obstructing January 6th proceeding, a felony charge that carries a 20-year maximum sentence. That's 1512C2, and aiding and abetting the theft of Pelosi's laptop. So. She's on trial. All right. And Mark Meadows got his official court order to testify to the Fulton County Grand Jury. This is from the order. I sort of want to read it as a decree. The Superior Court of Fulton County. (laughs) Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. Atlanta Judicial Circuit. A court of record in the state of Georgia has made application under seal of that court that Mark Randall Meadows, a resident of Pickens County, South Carolina, now before this court, be ordered to proceed to the state of Georgia to testify as a necessary a material witness before the Fulton County Special Purpose Grand Jury investigating, which has commenced in Fulton County Superior Court case number blah, 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 blah. And said certification is attached to and incorporated within this order. Mark Randall Meadows. Mark Randall Meadows. is ma- all cap. I know, as a material <laughs> and necessary witness in the above styled action and such attendance will not cause undue hardship to the witness. Therefore, it is ordered, also in all caps, that the summoned witness, Mark Randall Meadows, <laughs> proceed to Superior Court of Fulton County, Fulton County Courthouse, 136 Prior Street, blah, 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 in Atlanta, Georgia, on November 30th. 2022 at 9 a.m. and remain available to testify until the witness's attendance is no longer required. It is so ordered! Also in all capital letters. <laughs> With an exclamation point. <laughs> oh, man. I just want, I want King George from Hamilton to be reading this. 
Yes, that would be perfect. Wouldn't it? Be perfect for reading this. Oh, oh my god, so good. Da 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 da. Oh, that would be <laughs> so great. All right, everybody, we'll be right back with the good news. Stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, let's talk about something I use literally every morning. Literally every morning, I started taking Athletic Greens AG One because I wanted more energy. And I wanted a supplement that tastes amazing. And I didn't want to have to keep taking 25 different bottles of supplements taking up space in my cabinet and costing me a fortune. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, everything you need to start your day. A special blend of ingredients supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. And we want to thank Athletic Greens for their support. Right now, they're offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Athletic Greens helps me with my mental clarity, my alertness, my recovery from my workout. It supports my sleep, better sleep quality. It's why I take it with me even when I travel. That's how those travel packs come in handy. And for every purchase, Athletic Greens donates to organizations helping to get nutritious foods to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry right here in the United States. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one delicious scoop and a cup of water every day. Easiest habit I ever picked up and no need for those million different pills and supplements. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you that free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, find the cat, wet the mutt, tell me how dumb you think Louis Gomert is. If you have Halloween photos, if you've listened to the episode called Charismatic Megaplastics and you have thoughts, you can send it all to us by going to dailybeanspod.com and clicking on contact. I tell everybody to vote, but the election was yesterday. So let's just hope you did. Yeah. So do I keep the vote blue over Q in the sign off? I mean, yeah, I guess. Right. Because we always have to. I do mean, that. trust me, they're going to be running again in 2024. We might as well. They certainly we might certainly as are. well. Oh, my God. The fact that I even said that into the microphone made me cringe. <laughs> I knew the other day I said, God bless her. And I was <laughs> like, I never say that. It reminded me of Mitch Hedberg. He's like, what the fuck? I never say that shit. Who says that? Oh, my God. All right, from Cheryl, pronounce she and her. Hi, Beans Queens. Listening to the Daily Beans is empowering. And I really appreciate you both for all that you do. Some good news. I voted. Mm-hmm. My first ever. Nice. And I took my son and his girlfriend with me. She listened. She listened to you, Dana. She brought people with her. I love it. My son and I moved here from Canada nearly 20 years ago and finally last year became U.S. citizens. My son and I sat down this weekend and poured over the election info so we could be informed voters. And we were very excited to have this opportunity to exercise our right to vote. Blew over Q and I took with me two. I love it. (laughs) As pet tax, I offer my Isabel, my four-year-old cat and queen of the house, and then Ollie, an eight-year-old toy poodle we rescued a year ago. Oh, oh this beautiful baby. Little Maine Coon with this very gentlemanly crossed paw. And look at, the, look at the very gentlemanly poodle in this plaid shirt. Oh, my God. Oh, that poodle is adorable. And then, of course, the, the, the dress on the cat is fantastic. And you have a glass coffee table. Dana, you're not a cat owner, so you aren't familiar with this. But if you 
look underneath that coffee table, it's like floof with tiny feet, just like shoved under it. So, I love so sweet. looking up at cats from the bottom of glass coffee tables. Thank you for that submission. Amazing. All right. This is from Dawn, pronouns she and her. I'm a criminal defense lawyer in Canada. Last year was absolutely brutal. I had a breakdown in a brutal divorce. Dawn, I'm so sorry. This summer, though, I met a gorgeous, brilliant, caring, funny doctor who has shown me life is still wondrous and exciting. That's awesome. Now, although he lives one third of the country away from me, he brightens every day. He introduced me to your podcast and I'm a daily listener. Well, then he must be a really good guy. I like this fellow. Yes, a keep him. A scholar. Lovely. He's a pick of us having lunch halfway through our seven day first date. Plans are in the works for our next visit. Pet tax is a pick of my parents, Brittany Spaniel Schuyler. Oh, he's got beautiful eyes. He looks very kind. Y'all are adorable. You really are. Congratulations on finding love. Yes, yes. Amazing. Blue Jays fan. Okay, cool, cool. And a lawyer and a doctor, Dana. Amazing. That's, you know, Amazing. I can hear my mom my mother's in my ear very right proud. Now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, can hear, I can hear my mom in my ear right this moment. That dog is adorable too. Oh my gosh. Uh, next up from Nancy, she and her. Hello, Beans Queens. This is the first year my youngest is voting. And today I dropped off my ballot and those for my two kiddos. Dude, everyone's bringing people with them. I love it. I'm sharing a photo of my baby, quote unquote, filling out his ballot with the help of the voter guide. For pet tax, my sweet kitty's Spock, black and white, excellent name. Xena Warrior Kidda, excellent name. As well as our crazy pup, Callie, or Collie. Thanks for being my favorite morning listen. Oh, look at Look at the youngsters voting. I love it. I love it. <gasps> Hi, kitties. Oh, look at the babies. Hello. And the pup. Hi, doggo. <laughs> what a cute Huge. dog. My oh, my gosh. All right. You want to take the next two? Sure. This is from Michelle. Pronounce she and her. Hello, ladies of the infectious laughter. That's my <laughs> new favorite um, nunnery. That's not what they're called. What is it called? Convent. <laughs> <laughs> nunnery (laughs) that was just for the laugh people just for the laugh yes we are the ladies of the infectious laughter we are here's my here's my kitties pepper and tammy we all reside near eureka this is Uh, correct not Not yreka not yreka eureka oh hello he presents one arm do you accept i do indeed this is from Nick, pronounce he and him. First, I have a clarification for AG from last Friday's episode. I forgot to send it in this weekend, but because I didn't hear it today, I figured I may as well do it now. AG was wondering if Stormbreaker is a hammer or an axe. It's both. It's a hammer with an axe blade for the peen. In the comics, it belongs to Beta Ray Bill, who beat Thor, oh God, for Majolner. You, this is all you. I don't know. Oh man, for Majolner in a fair fight. So Odin, I feel like I'm drunk right now and just making up words. So Odin had a copy of Majorner made. Uh, you can see Bill's horse, note, not pony, face in Thor, Rag, Ragnarok. <laughs> this is awesome. Ragnarok on the big, oh man, on the big stone column with the faces carved into it. That said, for my actual good news, a poll worker I knew advised that despite me and my wife, Rose, both having COVID, we can still vote as long as we have masks and take our pens with us. Ah, I hate having to even potentially expose anyone, but voting is too important, even here in deep red South Dakota. As pet tax, I've included good news mainstay, Gur. Oh, Gur. This yes. is Nick Nick. Nice. Uh, the wonder asshole <laughs> and his cola of cookie. 
I have to keep the poor things upstairs right now as we don't spread COVID to them, which sucks for all of us because they're so affectionate, demanding. Mm, I'm sorry that you guys have COVID, Nick. Say hi Oh to my Rose God. Look at these dogs, though. They're adorable. Oh, the blep is great. Yeah, Gurr is, is one of the cutest corgis ever in the history of corgis. Hardest working dog in the dog business. Thanks for that, Nick, and thanks for voting, and uh, please get well soon. Next up, from Anonymous Mama. I volunteered to watch two of my grandkids while their mom ran errands and went to the grocery. School closed due to flu. Note, these kids are very active and prone to distraction. I agreed to watch them from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. 10.30 a.m., kids are dropped off. We walked around the block, checked out the leaves and nature in general. Trying to keep the seven-year-old off the street was an eternal nightmare. We came home and made brownie sundaes, and then we put on a movie. That didn't hold their attention. They were quite a handful, but I didn't break. Confession. At 2 p.m., I called their mom and made up a lie that I have to be somewhere at 5. <laughs> oh, my God. I was exhausted. I felt guilty for, the, for a little while for that little white lie that would relieve me until when she came to pick them up, she tried to educate me on why I should vote for the abortion amendment in Kentucky. She's ultra-Christian. And their pastor reminded his flock to vote accordingly and permanently ban abortions. And I explained to her that her interpretation of the language in the amendment was wrong and that the preacher shouldn't be commenting on government elections lest they lose their tax-exempt status. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is no talking to some people. Needless to say, we agreed to disagree on the issue, but I sure as fuck didn't feel guilty for sending those sugared-up kids home with her. I'm going to burn in hell, aren't I? <laughs> oh, my God, that's fantastic. No, no, Mama, you're not going to burn in hell. No, these kids are cuties, though, but holy cow, that is a lot of sugar. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's so funny. Yeah, (laughs) we used to we used to feed um, our God, my goddaughter, a bunch of broccoli and send her back to her dad. Oh, my God. And we taught her um, when we were take when we take her to the bathroom so that we could keep an eye on her. We had her put like one foot out of the stall. And and so I taught her how to say I have a wide stance. And so, so oh my God, stop that. it, AG! You did not. <laughs> so she would do that when her dad would take her to the bathroom, stick her foot out, and say I have a wide stance. Oh my gosh! So that's a funny, good old political joke that uh, you know it's funny to us. She doesn't know what she doesn't know. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for sending in your good news, everybody, and thank you for voting. Thank you for all your hard work. I think we can safely say, no matter what happens, we left it all in the field. We, we did. did everything we that did we could. We did everything we possibly could. And uh, y'all are amazing. And uh, don't worry, we'll be here. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> so, We're fighting the fight. Yeah, in fact, we'll be back tomorrow, probably with some election results. Until then, everybody, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Vote blue over Q. And uh, carry that on until 2024. Take everyone mm-hmm. with you. Take everyone with you. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. <laughs>